Blog Talk Radio. The feed clean, so you spend less time cleaning the feeder. 
And when your chicks grow up and leave the brooder, you can use the Bright Tap feeder outdoors to give your adult chickens scratch, grit, and oyster shells. The unique shield also prevents rain from getting into the feed tray and spoiling the food. The Bright Tap feeder fills easily through a lid in the top. No more spills or wasted feed. To learn more, visit our website, chickenwaterer.com. That's chickenwaterer.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky... You'll know it's Super Chicken. All righty. Thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry. With the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. Got a great show lined up for you today. I apologize about yesterday's show. We had it totally scheduled. Um, everything was ready to roll, and um, got to love that. But uh, I found out literally last minute <laughs> um, that a friend and member of our church, uh, I knew he had passed away, but I did not know when the funeral was going to be. I hadn't uh, been informed. So uh, we walked down to the post office, me and uh, Caleb and Lily and uh, Jen, uh, before the radio show, like we often do. And on the way back, I said, you know, I'm going to call my neighbor to see if he's heard when Paul's funeral is going to be. And, and lo and behold, he said, I believe it's today at 2. And it was literally like 10 minutes till 2. And I said, oh, my goodness. He said, R3, let me let me check. So he checked while I was on my way back walking. And he said that the visitation was from 2 to 3, and then the funeral was at 3. So, um I had to reschedule, so I apologize about that yesterday, but I really wanted to attend that, that funeral and uh, 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 show my respect for uh, friends and the family that go to our church. So I got that done. Rescheduled the show for tomorrow. Uh, so tomorrow, right here uh, on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
we will welcome Peter Brown, also known as the Chicken Doctor. Great topic. I think he's going to be reviewing uh, a review of the Merrick's vaccination. We've already covered Merrick's, but a review of the Merrick's vaccination. And then we're going to be talking about chick behavior and how you might be able to identify problem chickens <laughs> uh, by looking and, and observing the chicks. So that's going to be an interesting show on Thursday. Today, we're going to be talking all about essential oils and their uses. Tis the season during spring. So spring uses for essential oils. Of course, we have Tracy Kennebec with Purple Lotus Oils joining us um, here. I'll bring her on very, very shortly, but I just want to remind everybody that I'm giving away two chicken coops uh, right now. I'm not going to get into all the details on how to enter. You can go and do that and see how to enter. But I'm giving one coop away on our Facebook page. Uh, in fact, the contest ends in, let's see, the date, the eight, six days. It ends on April 15th. And uh, that awesome coop is sponsored by um, eggstreamcoops.com, E-G-G, egg, eggstreamcoops.com. A very cool new Quonset-type design fiberglass coop. And uh, you can learn how to enter that contest for a chance to win that coop on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Chicken Whisperer. And then uh, we're also giving away a chicken tractor in the spring issue of Chicken Whisperer magazine. And you can go to chickenwhisperermagazine.com and learn how to and enter that contest, which is sponsored by Wood Tex Products. Uh, that's a neat chicken tractor uh, design as, as well. So there's two ways you can win a coop in the month of uh, April, and I hope you've already entered one of or both of those contests. So got to love that, and I'm um, always doing what we can, giving away more coops than anybody else on the planet. It's true. Go look it up. All right, let's get on with our radio show today. We're talking about uh, essential oils and their uses in the springtime environment. So... Let's head over here, and uh, we'll bring Tracy uh, Kennebec live on the show. Again, I'm still getting used to all these uh, new switches here on the switchboard. They updated it, but let's go ahead and give her a big chicken whisperer welcome. Hey, Tracy, hey, thanks for joining us today. How you doing? How was your Easter? Easter was very good. Uh, no complaints there. Got to see family. We We were planning on starting the book tour, um, that's probably leaving on Good Friday and uh, stopping in Atlanta for Eastern heading up, but it got delayed a couple of weeks, so um, we kind of called it off. I said, I will just stay here at the house, but I know my wife and, and the kids really wanted to see uh, Grandma and Grandpa and Pop Pop and all them, so uh, on, I think, Thursday, Wednesday, I said, nah, let's just go on up. What the heck? And we went up. So we did have a good time visiting with the family. I hadn't seen them in a while, so that was always good because I knew I probably wouldn't be able to stop en route once we left on the book tour since it was delayed. So we did have a good see, uh, Easter. How about yourself? Good, good. We had wonderful weather up here in St. Louis, so you can't complain about that. We got to spend some time outside, so that's always good. Yeah, definitely very good. Hey, I'm going to see if I can get you to call back in. At least on my end, you sound kind of faded. Let me see if anybody's over in the chat room yet. And uh, let me just see and make a uh, Christmas check. I know is in the chat room. This is about a 20-second delay. And see how your sound is um, coming through. To me, on my end, it may just be on my end. Um, 
a little faded uh, and maybe a little crackly. So let's see how Christmas chicks will respond here in a minute based on your sound. And I may just have you call in uh, anyway. In fact, let's go ahead and do that because regardless of a response. Okay. But if you don't mind, we'll if you'll just hang right up, now. call back in. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Good. I just want to make sure that we've got some good uh, good quality sound. I'm also going to go ahead and update the uh, and refresh the studio uh, switchboard here. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it won't based on our internet connection with the switchboard. Yeah, it's very, very slow. Maybe that's the reason why. It's not even wanting to update. So I apologize for that. Hey, it's a live show. Sometimes we have some technical difficulty every now and then, and uh, they have updated the studio, so there may be a glitch in the system. So uh, there she is calling back in. So let's go over there and see what kind of sound we have uh, now. And, uh, yeah, it gets kind of loud and harsh and, and back and forth. So uh, let's try this again. Hello. Am I any better this time? Um, a little bit. It just sounds different than before, and I'm not sure why. Um, you're calling in like you always do, cell phone, landline, computer, Skype. Same thing. Same thing I've done every every month. Interesting. Okay, well, we're going to go with it and see what happens, and um, and we'll roll with that. And I'll try some, a few things on my end to see if it can help. I don't know if it will or not while you're talking or teaching, so no no big deal. We're just going to roll with it. So, um, so today we're talking about kind of some spring uses for essential oils. And uh, I know you had talked uh, uh, offline about kind of treading lightly regarding uh, government agencies and using certain terms. Uh, we understand sure. that because we try to keep this show um, science-based, fact-based, study-based information. Uh, I do use uh, essential oils, as many of you have known um, and know that. We talk about it quite frequently, but I don't go and get on my Facebook page and spout, hey, you need to use this because it prevents that. Uh, but I do and cheer people by say, hey, um, I when I have uh, a lot of stuffiness and, and I'll use, say, breathe, and it, it seems to help me uh, it seems to work for me, but I'm not saying that, hey, use this, it works, and it'll work for you. Same thing when we talk about chickens. Uh, to say that uh, this herb or that herb or pumpkin seeds prevent worms in chickens, uh, you know you're, what you're going to get from me. Show me the proof. And if you say, well, I've been using pumpkin seeds for years. My chickens have never had worms. I'm going to follow up with, well, have you ever had them tested for worms? And more than likely, it'll be no. So you can't really say that they do because you have no proof and you have no clue. So, that, you know, people know, listen to the show long enough, know what the vibe there is. So we'll talk about essential oils. I use essential oils, but I will say, hey, uh, I get relief when I use Breathe when I have a cold or I'm stuffy or I've got the sinus infection or things like that. I get some relief by using that. But by no means do you hear me say, hey, by the way, this cures or this treats or this does any of that. I get relief from it. So. Uh, so just keep that in mind, folks. I know we, we tread lightly there, as you have to, uh, being a representative. So I'm going to just turn it over to you, and let's talk about some of the things we can use uh, essential oils with um, in the springtime. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'll just say what's great about essential oils is there is a huge body of research, actually, on what they're able to do and their effectiveness. Um, the issue comes with the FDA, um, and what claims they'll allow a product to make. And, you know, we've all heard the horror stories of, you know, there was I know there was a, a walnut company who put on their package that walnuts, you know, and, and a healthy diet can help prevent heart disease, which is a proven fact. But 
because they made that claim, the FDA made them take it off. So it's clearly an FDA thing. Um, there's awesome science out there. If anybody wants to browse through PubMed.gov um, or even AromaticScience.com is a great site that has rounded up a lot of the essential oil research. So for people who love the science of the oils like I do, you can always look to stuff like that. So, um, But today with the spring, um, I don't know what everybody else thinks about, but the first thing I think about with spring is that winter is over. I can open up my house, right? You can get some of those things done both inside and outside that you've been putting off. And, you know, the first thing, of course, is cleaning. And I know we've talked about this before on the show, but we'll kind of go back over a couple of recipes and ideas for cleaning with essential oils. Because essential oils aren't just, like you said, for sniffles or anything like that. You you have them around the house, you can do so much with them. And that's my number one favorite thing about essential oils is if you buy an essential oil for a particular issue or reason, you'll actually end up finding dozens of other things you can do with it. So really having a few bottles around, you can do a lot of different things with it. And, you know, the basic all-purpose cleaner that I use for a lot of things is equal parts vinegar and water, um, which a lot of us use, and then add the essential oils that you want. Melaleuca is a wonderful one. Um, that's tea tree oil that people like to use. Lavender also has fantastic qualities. And then, of course, citrus. And I mentioned this before. You know, you notice that a lot of our artificial cleaners are scented with lemon or pine. And that's because, you know, years ago, people probably made their own cleaning products just like this using lemon and using pine because of their natural qualities that help um, with environmental threats and um, just their general good cleansing quality as well as, of course, the appealing smell. So you can make your own, shake it up well before using, and you can spray that anywhere. We have uh, a bottle in our bathroom that we use to clean the bath, we use to clean the toilet, we use to clean the countertop, and we actually have melaleuca and lavender in the bottle. And I sometimes will spray it on my kid's head after they get out of the tub. <laughs> during the winter usually, because the reason is the vinegar is actually really clarifying for the hair, but the best part is melaleuca is apparently unpalatable to lice. So when I know head lice is going around the school, I do like to put that on my kid's head to help hopefully prevent them picking any of that stuff up. So, again, double duty is totally safe. Don't have to worry about cleaning the tub with something, and then cleaning it again before they can get in it with the bath. I can't even fathom having to do that. But, you know, I know it's vinegar. I know it's essential oils. They're totally safe in there. Uh, Another thing you can do is clean your mattresses. Now, this is one, again, it's been musty. I don't know about anybody else, but I love flannel sheets. You've had this, like, cooped-up mattress all winter, this is a great time in spring, is to kind of open up the bedroom windows, get all those sheets and, you know, duvets and um, comforters off. And what you can do is take some baking soda, about a cup, and you can add about 10 drops of lavender to that. Now, again, this is speaking of doTERRA essential oil. 
you're using another brand, you may need to use more to get the effects that you want. But So 10 drops of lavender oil and kind of, you know, mix that up and then sprinkle it over your bare mattress and let it sit there. A good half an hour um, to an hour would be great, and then you can vacuum it off. So what that's going to do is help deodorize and freshen the mattress so lavender, for most people, has really awesome relaxation um, qualities and helps support restful sleep. So you're you're doing yourself a solid by helping um, support a good night's sleep for you the next day. Um, you can also add a few drops of your favorite essential oil to about a quarter cup of baking soda and put that in some type of open container. You can use, you know, a yogurt container with a lid that you poked holes in. You can put it in a sachet bag um, and put it in your clothing drawers. Or you can just sprinkle that air freshener in places like the bottom of your trash can. Um, And that will really help just kind of freshen areas that, again, have been closed up all winter. Um, Let's see here. Oh, air and linen spray. This is another one of my favorites, and I remember talking about this last time. So you can use a quarter cup of any unflavored vodka. Now, this one always blows people's mind. The reason we start with vodka is because of the alcohol content actually helps emulsify the oils. So now we've talked in the past, essential oils don't mix with water. They kind of float on the top. So by using a little bit of vodka, it actually helps emulsify those oils and help them mix. The other thing that's great is that it helps everything evaporate really quickly. And don't worry, your house won't smell like a bar. So you just take a quarter cup of vodka, three and a half cups of filtered water, and then add 20 drops of it, whatever essential oil you prefer. Uh, Again, if you're doing, you know, your main living area, maybe you want to do something that's uplifting like citrus. If you're doing in areas where people sleep, maybe you want to do something that's calming and promotes relaxation like lavender. But what you can do is just shake that up and spray it either in the air, so this would be a good non-toxic substitute for something, Um, I guess renews it. I don't even know what air sprays are anymore. Um, And then also you can spray it on your soft surfaces like couches and beds and chairs. So it would be a non-toxic substitute for things like Febreze for people who want to use it that way. And then, of course, diffusing essential oils. Now, I know you're a big fan of the diffuser. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the diffuser before. It is not a humidifier. It is not a vaporizer. Diffuser is actually a specialized thing you use with essential oils to help get the essential oils in the air so you can get the therapeutic benefits of the oil. Um, You know, there's different models, different sizes to fit your needs. But for the most part, you know, it works in the room it's in, and that's awesome. You can use your diffuser to diffuse things, again, like citrus, The awesome thing about citrus is it's incredibly inexpensive. So lemon, orange, lime, grapefruit, all those typical citrus smells. The other thing is it's really cleansing to the home. So when you put these oils in the air, they're actually going to settle throughout the room, and it's going to help cleanse that environment. 
So you're actually going to, you know, I always use the excuse that if I diffuse lemon, I can literally say, hey, I've been cleaning all day. So that, and again, freshen up rooms, get into corners you can't get, and just kind of de-stinkify this home we've all been closed in all winter um, and just open up those windows and let everything kind of air out. Now, for a lot of people, when I say open up the windows, for me, that's okay. But for a lot of people, they have reactions to stuff that's floating around in the air in spring. And so maybe they can't open their windows. Diffusing would be a great way to help freshen that house, freshen that room without having to open up the windows and expose yourself to those environmental um, issues from outside. So what if you don't care? (laughs) What if you don't care if your eyes get all watery and you can't stop sneezing because you want to open those windows? Well, you can diffuse something to help with those seasonal sniffles. So a great recipe for that is peppermint, lemon, and lavender. So if I were using a diffuser, I'd do probably two drops of each, maybe one drop of each, just depending, sometimes depending on how fast they come out of the bottle. Um, And this is what you want to use for any seasonal sniffles. You can diffuse that in the air, and it will actually help you just by breathing it in that way, support healthy respiratory response. You can also use that topically. So topically, of course, is putting the essential oils anywhere on your body. So in this case, take your peppermint, your lemon, your lavender, do one or two drops each of it in about a teaspoon or so of any carrier oil. Now, we talked about that every every time, but I always want to bring it up. Carrier oil is any vegetable-based oil. So coconut oil, olive oil, jojoba oil, those kind of things. And and you can keep that in a small bowl. Or for those of us who know that we oil and know that we're going to be using things regularly, you can buy empty little roller bottles is what we call them. And it's just a little bottle with a roller top on it. And then you can use that to apply the oils to anywhere on your body or where you specifically want to get those rewards from it. So that peppermint, lemon, and lavender is a great mix for that. That's obviously um, one of the first things that comes up with that. And so sometimes you don't even know if you're having a reaction to things. That's what's great about essential oils is, you know, try it out. Sometimes people don't even realize they're sniffly until they try something. They're like, whoa, wow, I can breathe clearer now. And it's like, yeah, that's great. You really can. Uh, That same blend is also great if you have a reaction to bug bites. So we're getting into the season now. Our mosquitoes are coming out, although at least in St. Louis, it feels like they really never go away. There's like one day out of the year that maybe we don't see one. But they're always out there. So if you get a mosquito bite, if you get chiggers, those kind of things, this is a great thing to use to help control that itch. It's a normal reaction from a bug bite. Um, And, of course, the redness and swelling and that, it will help support that. So you can get a little bit of relief from that. But the best thing, of course, would be to not get bit in the first place. Now, I have to tell you my journey with being bitten by bugs. I always tell people that if I were in a gymnasium, with 500 other people and one mosquito, I would be the person that gets bit. I like to think it's because I'm so sweet, but who knows? 
So I definitely always, the mosquitoes find me. And I had tried everything. And when I say everything, I mean not even natural things. I didn't care. Um, I was using DEET. I was using 30% DEET. I was getting the hunter stuff because I could not stand getting bit. Because once I did, it would also really welk up. Um, I think some people call it Skeeter syndrome, where you just get really overly itchy. So I would use the hunter strength DEET. And I would also, I had a, actually a prescription for a cortisone cream that was stronger than what you could buy over the counter because it would just bother me so much once I got bit. Well, part of my journey to essential oils was trying to find a non-toxic substitute for bug repellent. And so a lot of people know when I started, went to the grocery store, I tried to mix up my own. I used it on my kids because they're the ones I'm trying to protect, you know. And they got bit to shreds. And, of course, I was like, ugh. Essential oils don't work. Well, ended up going to a doTERRA class, learning a little bit more about doTERRA oils, and started using them for a lot of other things, but then it kind of turned into fall. So bugs were kind of out of my mind until the spring came around, and I read about a product called Terashield, and that is doTERRA's proprietary blend of oils that help repel bugs. And I thought, okay. Well, I doubt this is going to work because DEET doesn't even keep bugs off of me, so this won't work. I'm telling you, honestly, I've never had anything work so great. I keep some of it diluted with some witch hazel. So the Terra Shield for different people works differently. Some people can really dilute it down. Some people need to use it in a stronger concentration. Some people can just put it on their pulse point. And some people need to kind of literally spray everywhere. So we keep a little spray bottle um, by the front door and one in my purse that we use for bugs. And I also have the bottle, which is already um, has coconut oil in it, so it's added dilution that's safe to use directly from the bottle. And in the morning, usually when I go to let the chickens out and get eggs and check on my garden, I actually do just put it on my pulse point. I'm just running out there real quick. If I know I'm going to be out all evening, that's when I usually spray myself. But what's great about that is it is, first of all, it doesn't stain clothes, so I can kind of spray, you know, around. I don't freak out if my kids breathe (laughs) while I'm spraying them. I mean, when I use things like off, it would be like, hold your breath, close your eyes, turn in a circle, and then run, you know, and that's no way to spray things on your kids. So, And I also like that I can use it around food without having to worry about, oh, my gosh, like, did I get any of the spray on my food? Is it okay to eat? I mean, I try not to spray it directly on my food, but if we're somewhere and we're at a picnic table, I can spray it around the edge of the picnic table, um, and that helps keep the gnats off. I also use that spray around doorways and on window screens, and that was actually one of the fun things I did was it probably two years ago. Our front screen door was open and there was this bug that was just like hovering on my front porch and I would watch and it would just kind of zig like a hummingbird. It would kind of zig up, down, left, right, and but it kind of stayed in this one spot. So I just grabbed my TerraShield spray that I had and just sprayed it right through the screen at it and sure enough it took off and it never came back. So it's kind of fun to do little bug experiments. But TerraShield is fantastic at keeping the bugs off. So that's one that definitely I buy several bottles of and 
you'll probably want to add to your order, Andy, because you're going into that season as well. Um, and well, it was funny. I was on, hand. on our walk it just this past week started hitting into the 80s. I think today here it's probably close to 88. We walked to the post office and back, and I was mentioning to Jen, I said, well, it's a good thing we're leaving in 10 days because the gnats have started, the mosquitoes have started, and, and there will be no no break from it until probably uh, Halloween. And even then, mm-hmm. on warm days, the gnat, because we, we're considered, of course, in Georgia, if you all aren't familiar, below the gnat line, which is about making Georgia south uh, below the gnat line. And the gnats are just uh, historically horrible here. You can't do much outside without it just totally aggravating you, especially if you break a sweat, then you're done for. Uh, they attack the kids when they go out there in their eyes, nose, and ears. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, they, you know, you hear the wives' tales, oh, put a dryer sheet in your hat or rub your face with a dryer sheet, you chemicals, um, and right. uh, this spray or that spray. There's called this stuff called, I think, I think it's called Nataway or something that someone has, has and uh, all natural. Obviously, may, there may be some... Um, citronella, things like that in it, but um, that they sell at the convenience store uh, counter that you just pick up a bottle of and buy, and I'm telling you, we've tried everything, the people down here have tried everything, I've got to get some of that to see if it deals and, and repels and keeps the gnats away, even a little bit. If it does, I'm telling yeah. you, someone bought, you know, someone, if, if doTERRA, if it works on gnats, they'd be billionaires if they marketed down here in, in the South Absolutely. And you know, like I said, it takes a little wiggle room to kind of figure out how it works best for you. Um, For my family, in one ounce of witch hazel, we use 20 to 25 drops, and that works just fine for us. Uh, Other people need it to be stronger. Other people can do it a little weaker. I also like to um, bring on our front porch, when we're sitting out on our front porch in the evening, I like to bring my diffuser just out there, and I put a few drops of the Terra Shield in the diffuser and just kind of create, you know, a little uh, force field <laughs> of Terra Shield on the front porch for everybody that's up there. And, you know, per drop of Terra Shield, I believe it's, it's just under four cents a drop. So when I'm saying, you you know, I use 25 drops in that one-ounce spray bottle, we'll do the math. That's a dollar, and that lasts us for a while. Um, so, you know, it's, again, not only is it natural, which is great, and not only is it more effective than the things that weren't natural, which is awesome, but it's also really, you know, inexpensive to use, which is always good. So we like to do that. One thing that bothers me, not only putting the toxins on the kid's skin, because, you know, whatever you put on your skin gets in your body. So if you wouldn't put it in mm-hmm. your mouth, you shouldn't put it on your skin. But we'll have, you know, kids will be playing all day in the summer, and you get them washed up and um, get them in the bath, and they have their pajamas on, and then something happens, you know, outside. Because it's light till 9, 9.30, and something happens. Either somebody stops by or the neighbor knocks on the door or, hey, look, there's fireworks down the street, whatever going on. And in the past, I would say, mm, no, you guys are already clean. Can't go outside. But now it's great because I'm like, here, let me spray a little pair of shield on you. You can go outside for a few minutes um, and then still come back in and get in bed, and I don't feel like they're covered in just chemicals because it's just natural. They can have a little tear shield on their legs and get in bed. So that's the part that's been really life-changing to us. If we change our mind after baths and decide we want to go for a walk or do something outside, now we can Um, because, you know, two kids. (laughs) By the time you get done with baths the first time, you don't want to do it again the second time. So 
that's been really nice for us to be able to just enjoy our family and ourselves outside um, differently than we have in summers past. So that's that's been really good. Um, so let's move on to the garden then. Because um, I did mention, you know, every morning I like to go outside, let the chickies out, um, get some eggs, and then I check on the garden. Now, organic gardening is not for everyone. I understand that. Uh, but for those of us who are going through the trouble of growing our own homegrown plants from heirloom seeds and really want to reap the benefits, the health benefits of having our own garden, you don't want to undo that by spraying a bunch of chemicals on it. Um, so a lot of people will just use nothing. And then after, you know, even the first year, they may be okay. But that second year, suddenly they go out one day and the leaves on their plants look like a doily because <laughs> they've been eaten to shreds mm. by something. And that's when they usually freak out and go and buy all the chemicals. And it's just kind of a vicious cycle. So knowing a few things about pest control with essential oils can really, uh, if you can get on top of things before they get bad, that's always your best option. So uh, on my Facebook page at Purple Lotus Oils, I did post a little graphic that talks about customized pest control. Uh, but we'll kind of talk real quickly here about how we, how I use those or how a person can use those. So in the house even, um, that's a big one. Even people who don't give two licks about organic gardening, if they have kids in the house, they don't want to put down ant poison or spray for ciders or anything like that when, when they know they have kids around. So an easy thing you can do is just get a bottle of water. You know, there they suggest eight ounces. But, you, you know, you can tailor this to um, your own needs and your own spray bottle. And then you can put in a little bit of natural soap. Castile soap is a great one. A lot of people are familiar with the Dr. Bronner's brand. Uh, it's the one that has all the crazy writing all over it. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with that. So you can add that. And, and just like insecticidal soaps, it just kind of helps things stick better um, and not evaporate away. So then you can add the oils that you want and you can spray areas of your house. So peppermint is awesome for spiders. Well, I guess it's not good for spiders. It's good for us because the spiders do not like it. So, again, spray that uh, around your basement, set it in your closet, set it in the corners of the room, wherever you have a spider issue. Um, doorways and window fills are also another great one. And again, bonus, your house smells awesome. So, and it's okay if you spray it around the window sill and then your kid gets in the window and like licks the window. Other than the fact that you're going to have lick marks on your window, you don't have to worry about what that spray is doing to your kid. So peppermint is great for spiders. It's also good for ants, although I would add in, um, I might do it a little bit stronger for ants and add in a little bit of cinnamon, um, maybe a little bit of Arbor Vitae. Um, you know, sometimes, again, sometimes it's just a experiment on, as to what you have on hand and then what the bugs seem to react to. So I would test something on a small area. You see the ants are, are refusing to cross that line, then you know you got a winner, and you can really spray that around um, everywhere. And, again, kind of because they're creepy crawlies on the ground, making an effort to make a line across, you know, a doorway threshold or 
um, behind the cabinet or wherever you're, just so that there's a really good concentrated amount there. So that's indoors. And everyone's like, okay, I could totally see, like, I could see how spiders wouldn't want to be around the peppermint. But what what can you really do in your garden? Does it really work in your garden? And the answer is yes. Um, I've had really good success, surprising to me, with using the oils in the garden. So, of course, you want to do everything smart already, like uh, moving your crops to different plots. You know, you don't want to plant your tomatoes and peppers in the same spot every year if you can. So move things around. That's going to help your plants be healthy and avoid disease. Uh, You're going to want to use companion planting. Um, So obviously know the kind of plants that work well, not only uh, to provide the the nutrients or um, things like that that your plants need, but also to help keep pests away. But then you're left with still need to do a little something. So a couple years ago, here's my first foray into using essential oils in the garden. Because I'll I'll be honest, I honestly thought there's no way this can work outside. Like, I understand it works on my body, and I understand it works in my house. But, like, this is outside. It's a big world. There's no way essential oils can work. So I planted, the kids and I decided we were going to do our own pickles. So we put in tons of cucumber plants. And they came up, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is the first time I had grown cucumbers. This is working great. Until one day I went out there. And there were the squash bugs all over everything. The reason they're called squash bugs is not only because they like those kind of plants, it's because you gotta kind of got to pick them off and squash them. There's a little bit of carnage involved in organic gardening. So I put on my gloves because I was not going to touch those things barehanded and pulled off all the ones I could see and squashed them. And the next morning, kind of the same thing, and I was like, okay, i got to do something. So I did a little search online for organic, you know, spray, plant sprays, squash bugs, cucumber plants, whatever. And I saw there was this really expensive natural product. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, that's expensive, first of all. Second of all, it's going to take a few days to get here. These plants are going to be eaten to shreds if I don't do something right now. Well, I took a look at the active ingredient. And the main active ingredient in it was phenols. Now, phenols are a plant substance, a constituent that's found in different plants. And I knew from my essential oil usage that, hey, I've got oils that are high in phenols. So I just went in the house, got some water, put a smidge of soap in it, right, to help it stick, and added oregano oil. I added clove oil, all the oils that I had that I knew were high in phenols. And really only a few drops of each, because this is when I was kind of first starting with essential oils and I was... um, that frugal, is that a nice word to use? I was sad. I was kind of miserly with my oils, and I didn't want to use a bunch of my oils on something that wasn't going to work. So I just put a few drops in and brought that spray bottle out there and just coated all the leaves of my little developing seedlings. And sure enough, the next day when I went out there, there were no bugs for the first day and several days. And so it just kind of, again, became part of my morning routine, and I really liked it. Um, I kept the spray bottle out there, and I'd go out in the morning, I'd dab my TerraShield on my pulse points and my ankles and my wrists and my neck. I'd go out, let the chickens out, get the eggs, head over to the garden, um, spray my plants with the spray, and, you know, pick whatever was ready to harvest that day and head on in. And it was really a few minutes. 
Um, and the result was, of course, <laughs> copious amounts of cucumbers and pickles, which I shared readily with everyone, and it was a wonderful success. So that was really inspiring to me to find ways to be able to use the oils in the garden organically. Um, you know, you can take the things you already know. Like, for instance, um, I save my eggshells for my girls, and I crush them up, and I will put that around my plants because the broken shells can um, be a repellent to different bugs like slugs and that that don't want to cut themselves on what is essentially like crawling over broken glass for them. But what I do now is I add a few drops of white fur to that because slugs don't like white fur apparently. I don't know who's asking them, but somebody knows this. So I add a few drops of the white fur to my crushed up eggshells and then sprinkle it around the plant. Now, you do need to freshen that up. And, again, so if you have a slug problem, you know, you might want to make a spray, that kind of thing. But for the most part, you know, that does the job for me. Any questions about that, Andy? No, not not right now. <laughs> See, I'm trying to – I'm working. I'm getting quicker every every month, Andy. I'm whipping through these. <laughs> Keeping us on no, time. I- I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, I appreciate that. I'm just thinking about the term that we can't use. That you covered sniffles and sneezies. I guess that's what we call yeah. it here around the, uh, the sniffles and sneezies and things. But um, yeah. is there? I had a question. I should have wrote it down um, about the the. the um, I know what it was the spring cleaning. Can you go through mm-hmm. kind of the the recipe for um, making and the the directions to make those uh, wipes, again, using the paper towels, cutting them oh. in half. The, yeah, 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 love that. I got to remember if I had that down. So another thing is... If you don't, I put you on the spot, but I was like... <laughs> oh, no. Because I, I don't really, I don't make wipes because I don't have any little, little ones. Um, exactly. But in, on, again, on my Facebook page, Purple Rose Oils, if you go into the notes section, I do have um, a note called Cleaning with Essential Oils, and that was actually one that I posted after, it was a show we did almost two years ago mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Cleaning with Essential Oils. So there's a lot, a lot of recipes there. I will find the, you're talking about the wipes for, for like, baby wipes? Correct, yeah, and you use a, a number 10, like, coffee can, the big metal coffee cans, uh, and you use a you get roll of paper towels and cut them in half. Uh, and then put that down in the the coffee can, yes. um, that's, and then add your mixture uh, of the oils in that, and then it, it's like a baby wipe. Or, I, I guess if you use like you talked about on the show today, the lemon uh, um, or the citrus for cleaning, you you have it mm-hmm. access there in the kitchen to to use as a wipe yeah. for cleaning. We we right, yeah. we still use we still have one two year old Lily. She's still in diapers, um, and then we do um, have the dun, 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 the Lysol wipes. Um, and I'll tell you what, why I use those is that um, uh, the the camper, uh, the, it's not like I can take that and rub down the sheetrock walls in our home and things like that, but the camper doesn't mm-hmm. have sheetrock. It's got some whatever material it's made out of. And I'm getting ready to do that now. We're getting ready to go on our book tour, and um, the, the camper's been sitting since we got back from our winter trip to Florida. And I will go in. In fact, I specifically bought a big container of the um, Clorox wipes or Lysol wipes, whichever one. And I, every square inch inside that camper will be wiped mm-hmm. down with that. Now, I know you, you tell us often that 
if we do, it's funny, if you look at the label, uh, and a lot of people yeah. use this in the kitchen, you know, they cut up chicken and, and just to make sure mm-hmm. this, to eliminate the, the salmonella risk, they'll, they'll get one of these Clorox wipes, wipe it down after using chicken before they prepare salad, things like that. Always good to, to be, you know, to protect against that. But you, you, and I haven't read this personally, so you turn it on the back of that Clorox wipe, or Lysol wipe, and it says, clean counter after use, or something like that, yep. that you share right. with us so on the radio use, show. Not so. for use on food <laughs> surfaces, yeah. So, so which so, is yeah, interesting, you know, because, down... no, I was just going to say, which is really interesting, because here you used it for chicken, and you're like, hey, I'm going to use this, because it kills 99.9 germs, da 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 and you say, okay, well, this is great, I can get, you know, I, I just cut chicken on the board, or any splatter or splash, and, I, and I'll wipe that up. But uh, that was one of the things I always liked about that show was the the uh, in your own creation of the yeah. of the wipes using cut, cutting a paper towels in half, putting them down in number ten can, having that mixture again, in there to soak up. Even even if I didn't want to be more natural and less toxic, which of course I do, I'm just lazy. I don't want to have to clean things twice. I don't want to have to clean with one wipe <laughs> and then clean with another. I mean, so I'm telling you, Andy, it's. You might want to look into making your own antibacterial wipes with OnGuard. Um, OnGuard mm-hmm. is blend. I know we sing its praises every time. Uh, again, you can look this up in PubMed. You can look this up um, on Aromatic Science. There have actually been studies done on the exact proprietary blend that is doTERRA's OnGuard. And mm-hmm. when you talk about 99% blah, 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 kill, I think you will find the exact same level of effectiveness with OnGuard. Um, and so a couple ways you can use it, and it's also, again, it's going to be cheaper for you. You can make your own spray and spray the areas near cancer and then follow up with a paper towel, or you can make your own white, like you said, your own quote-unquote Clorox white. And uh, I found this here in my recipes. Uh, like you said, you get a roll of paper towels, you cut them in half across the roll, so you end up with two kind of paper to- or mm-hmm. toilet paper size rolls of mm-hmm paper towels, and then uh, you're going to take a container. You can use an empty wipes container. Like you said, you can use a um, coffee can or something like that. You're going to do two cups of water. You're going to do two tablespoons of fractionated coconut oil. This is for the kids' wipes, by the way. And then three drops each of lavender and melaleuca. Now, lavender and melaleuca are both really good for skin issues. Um, and supporting just general skin health. So that's why those are the two we use in baby wipes. If you were making this to clean your camper or to make the, the Clorox wipes, I would eliminate the fractionated coconut oil because you don't want to wipe down, you know, windows and stuff mm-hmm. and have them be a little mm-hmm. bit crazy. And I would substitute definitely some On Guard and then add a little bit of citrus, you know, too, just because, again, the lemon. Not any, any citrus. So, and I think you'd be surprised. You talked about, and explain the difference to me, because I'm, I'm listening and I heard earlier, you said this before, uh, to mix the oils in uh, a carrier oil, like, like the coconut oil, that's what we use, mm-hmm. and our, um, but we talked about water and it not mixing well, but right. yet with this mixture, we're using water in the oils. So how... How is that? Because it's being absorbed right. into the towels. It's not, okay, yeah, gotcha. Exactly. And just like when you do even make sprays and stuff, if I have a spray that has essential oils in it and I'm using water, 
I'll see the oils are floating on the top. And what you do is you just shake it up right before you use it. And it's kind of like, you know, salad dressing, how the oil and vinegar separate, but you shake it. Yep, and yep. so when you shake it, it's going to help mix that gotcha. up enough that you can use it. So, but yeah, for this, you would combine those in a bowl and then pour it over those wipes. And you're right, it would just soak in and and you would be good to go. The, the oils would emulsify cool. in the coconut oil and the mm-hmm. coconut oil would end up being distributed with the water, so... Okay, I'm going to take a break. If you could stay with us, I've got a couple of more questions when we get back, and sure. I want you to share because I know that you talk about time being an issue and you talk about us making some things, but I also mm-hmm. know that doTERRA already has some pre-mixed containers of this, that, and the other that we can use that um, that we can we can purchase as well. Uh, if we don't, again, busy schedule, I, I wish I could make this. But, hey, I can order it already made up with these same oils in it already packaged for this purpose. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. I think I've got one more question about springtime. So, folks, we're talking with Tracy Kennebec with Purple Lotus Oils. Today's topic is springtime uses for essential oils. And uh, more to come. We'll return right after this short break. Keep that pen and paper ready. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your Hensaver aprons today at Hensaver.com. That's Hensaver.com. Love Nest brings the natural goodness of herbs to you in your backyard with handcrafted organic blends for your backyard friends. Packaged in a resealable bag, 100% USDA certified organic, Love Nest blends come ready to sprinkle directly into the nesting R coop bedding and are completely natural and edible. There's Love Nest Chick Mix Blend, a gentle herb blend perfect for young chicks. Love Nest Layer Blend, designed to help support laying and soothe ruffled feathers. And Love Nest Critter Ritter Blend is naturally effective against those unwelcome guests such as lice, moths, and other pests. Ask for Love Nest at your favorite local feed store or visit them online at www.loveluv-nest.com and try Love Nest organic blends for your backyard friends today. 
1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business, providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for the beginner or advanced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it comes time to order. Shop online at www.strombergschickens.com or call today at 1-800-720-1134. Remember, that's strombergschickens.com. Do you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Are you in the market for a new chicken coop? Want one that will outlast all the others? Then check out Urban Coop Company. All of their coops are made from 100% appearance-grade western red cedar with galvanized hardware and advanced all-weather joinery right here in the USA. Compared to other coops, Urban Coop Company coops will last longer and look better doing it. They're designed to be both beautiful and functional. In fact, they have earned the Chicken Whisperer seal of approval and are Chicken Whisperer approved. I invite you to browse their website to learn more about the many features of their coops and check out their integrated coop accessories that will make your life easier. Urban Coop Company is a family-owned business located in Dripping Springs, Texas, USA. They are passionate about building great coops because they know you're passionate about your backyard chickens. Visit them online at urbancoopcompany.com. That's UrbanCoopCompany.com. From our family to yours, feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H-Feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. All righty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. hope you enjoyed the break. Maybe you had a restroom break, but get that pen and paper ready again. Uh, of course, we have... Tracy Kennebec, we've been talking with her with Purple Lotus Oils, all about springtime uses for essential oils. And we mentioned, as often she does when she's on, about making uh, things yourself with the oils you already have. But if time is an issue, I know that um, uh, doTERRA already has many things already made up. You can just buy a bottle of this, buy a bottle, buy this spray, buy this lotion, and things like that. So tell us, Tracy, if you would, just some of the more popular items that are a big hit 
with things that they've come out with to really save folks some time. Absolutely. So we talked about the, the seasonal sniffle blend being the peppermint, lemon, and lavender. And, you know, a lot of people were putting it in a shot glass and putting a little juice or something in there and shooting that back. Well, I'm going to give you a big hint. Lavender tastes exactly like it smells. And it's not necessarily something I enjoy tasting. Um, So a lot of people would then put it into empty capsules. Well, again, opening up three bottles of oil and and putting it in a tiny capsule is time-consuming. So (laughs) doTERRA does have a blend called, uh, a product called Tri-Ease. So Tri is those, you know, for three. It's those three oils already made up in a soft gel. So for people who have seasonal issues, um, they can just have that bottle with them and take it the way that they would. Uh, anything else for those seasonal issues. So that's one that's already pre-made. As far as cleaners go, they have an on-guard cleaner concentrate, which uh, for a long time I was like, hey, I know what you're saying about some people don't have time, but I have time, and, again, I'm kind of super frugal. So I'm like, I'm not going to pay for somebody else to make cleaner for me when I can make it my own Mm -hmm. self with my vinegar and my Mm -hmm. water. But I'll tell you what, the cleaner concentrate you only end up using two to three tablespoons in about 24 ounces of water. So I just got a big old sprayer um, at the dollar store, honestly, and you just mix up, you know, two or three tablespoons of that with um, just regular tap water. And that has been the most amazing cleaner, especially for windows, which is crazy. I didn't expect it to work great on windows. So that's one that I use. And I actually have a friend who takes that cleaner concentrate spray and sprays it around her sun porch. And she swears that Kate could do that, that are just a little bit easier. And as far as not having time, or in my case, being lazy, there's nothing better than when I run out of something to know I can just go in the other room and whip some more up. I don't have to run to the store. I don't have to put it on a mm-hmm. shopping list. You know, I don't have to. It took us, there was a joke. We were busy the other week. And it took us four trips to the store to remember to get toilet paper. I mean, we were hitting like... Huh, we were hitting like, you know, rationing time. When someone would head toward the bathroom and be like, what are you doing in there? Okay, go ahead. So I just could not remember. Every time I'd go to the store, I'd come home without it. So it's so nice just to have the peace of mind that knowing I have everything here that I need to, you know, to really take care of my family, um, especially with the oils. Now, one thing we didn't talk about, and I want to mention, uh, since I am Mm -hmm. such a fan of the science of the oils, there's not a lot of research out there about using essential oils and birds. Um, So when people have house birds, like parrots and parakeets and different things like that. The general rule is um, you don't want to use your diffuser in the exact same room that they are in uh, and just always make sure, you know, you're using it in a ventilated area. So if you keep your bird in, you know, the living room, maybe don't diffuse directly in the living room. You can diffuse in the dining room or the kitchen or something like that. That is the general safety rule. As far as using oils on a tiny bird like that, there is really not a lot of research. Now, chickens, most of us, you know, some of the bantams are tiny, but for most of us doing standard-sized chickens, that's huge. I mean, they're huge compared <laughs> to little parakeets. So I will tell you this. I know Dr. Brown's talked about using uh, essential oils, you know, even in water, and there's been a lot of mm-hmm. articles about using it um, things in feed and water, it is kind of a Wild West frontier out there and that we don't know exactly how it affects the birds, um, if there's any Mm -hmm. concern. My general rule is 
to use it on the birds like you would for a baby. So you want to dilute it, dilute, dilute really well down. So when we talk about dilution, one drop of oil in one tablespoon of carrier oil is a 1% dilution. That is generally what I would use on babies and on my birds. I will tell you, I for three years now have used essential oils around and on my birds with no adverse effects. But this, you know, this is like your pumpkin seed thing. This, mm-hmm. and I'm being honest, there's just not a lot of research out there yet. And this would be, I mean, this would be a great subject for, you know, college students, um, anybody who has a grant to do different kinds of research. It would be great to see them do something uh, to give a little credibility with uh, using and the then oils around our chickens. And then a lot of the studies, for example, you know, it's funny, they'll have this 20-page study um, with mm-hmm. all these fancy long words that nobody can pronounce. And, uh, you know, the headline may be, all of oregano shows to benefit this, say, maybe in right. poultry or chickens. And a lot of the uh, all-natural, organic, kind of, you know, the folks that are so focused on that, uh, a lot of times, and I've seen it, they'll say, oh, okay, well, this this work, all of oregano, there it is. And they'll start, they'll grab that, they'll refer to the study, uh-huh. and it'll say, Look, all, all of oregano will prevent this, prevent that, prevent this, and do this for my chickens. And so they'll just, you know, chop up some oregano and, and throw it into their feed. Uh, and when you ask them, okay, what's the dose? Uh, how much do you give? Right. How often do you give it? And how long do you right. give it? Uh, and they have no none of that information. Or if you they miss the spot in the study that says, we got these effects only because we mix the oregano with this other herb that actually yeah. allows the chickens to be able to right. utilize all of oregano in their system, using it by itself exactly. as workless. So, and then they miss that part. So it's really right. interesting how a lot of that information from a study, they'll just use the tagline at the top and say, oh, it's all it's great, when, uh, right. when it's not it's doing nothing because, they, you know, it's it's just one of those things. So now, my last question for you before I definitely let you go, and thank you so much for coming on today. Obviously, uh, awesome information as as always. And folks, Tracy joins us the second Wednesday of every single month. And uh, here's the question: I'm literally when we wrap up the show, heading outside and hopping on the tractor. And if anybody, I know it's nationwide, but down here it's just we're crazy. Everything, the cars are yellow, the sidewalks are yellow, the porch is yellow, everything is yellow. <laughs> Uh, because of all this pollen from the dogwoods and the azaleas right. and everything else, the pine trees, on my pine trees in South Georgia. And um, so I'm about to go get on the tractor, and uh, I, I just might put on just one of those good old disposable uh, masks to, so later mm-hmm. tonight I'm not taking 14 uh, Benadryl and uh, <laughs> and sneezing and can't breathe. But um, what would you recommend I put, because, you know, it is like a paper mask and uh, yep. uh what would you recommend me putting some drops of in there to help me while I'm out stirring up yellow pollen everywhere? <laughs> That's right. You know, that, that peppermint and lemon and lavender is your best thing. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, the, the, the way that those three work, and especially together, um, is going to be fantastic for you. I mean, an ounce okay. of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So putting that mask yep. on, I think, is a great idea. Oh, yeah. So if you put that <laughs> in there, uh, and you might want to, uh, you know, I mean, Use it. I, I would mix up a little bit in your hand, uh, one drop of each of those with a little bit of carrier oil. Put some of that inside your mask and then rub the rest of it. It will really get into you systemically and respiratorily. Because and, and, if you do one drop of each of those in a mask, you might. <laughs> it's going to be strong. That's all I'm going to say. So you might get a little overwhelmed if you put a full drop in there. Uh, but that will be, I mean, that would be perfect. And then, again, you know, get yourself some of those tri-ease. Gels. You're saying that you know that you need to use an antihistamine 
after being exposed to these things, that give the try you a try and see how that affects your symptoms. Um, and you might find some people find they enjoy it better. They have less side effects than they do with over-the-counter meds. So, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I want to let you know. I'm just looking here. I will do that. And uh, just to let you know, today, uh, oh, uh, a milestone here. Tomorrow will be a bigger milestone. Nine ninety-nine. Nine ninety-nine. Absolutely. Nine hundred and ninety-nine episodes uh, of Backyard Culture with Chick Whisper. And tomorrow with Peter Brown will be episode one thousand. So oh, I have to do something special for tomorrow. So very, very cool. Tracy, uh, t- how can people reach you? Ask you questions and all that good stuff. Always, they can go to my Facebook page. So go to Facebook and search for Purple Lotus Oils. It's linked up through your page, and I'm happy. Again, you know, whatever brand they use, I'm happy to help answer questions about different protocols for things that they want to use. And then also if they want to get started, I've always got Chicken Whisperer specials going. If they tell me they heard about it on Chicken Whisperer, they're always going to get extra free stuff. So <laughs> come join Team stuff, Chicken so. Whisperer. Yep. Awesome. Hey, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And we'll see you in another month, the second Wednesday of May. We'll be here and hopefully you'll be here too. All right. Thanks, Andy. Great. Thank you so much, Tracy. Wow, great stuff. Um, Tracy's been coming on the show uh, regularly for about a year now, and uh, I've learned so much. In fact, uh, back this winter, I want to say it was around Christmas, uh, I ordered my first oils with a diffuser in a pack. Uh, I think it came with, I don't know, maybe 15 oils, 12 oils, and a diffuser and a booklet, the whole nine yards, because she had been coming on and and uh, y'all, long-time listeners know I have a really hard time uh, saying, you know, hey, you ought to use it if I'm not doing it myself. It's just, I think it's wrong. <laughs> it's bogus. Uh, I have a hard time morally doing that. It's kind of like if you go over to the website and look at the Chicken Whisper approved products, there's not a lot of them <laughs> for a reason. But it's uh, so, so I'm very careful about that. And so, you know, just made sense. I said, I've got to use this. I've got to start using this. I hear the benefits every time she's on. I bit the bullet. I did it. I ordered a pack. And I got a diffuser and got my oils. And I can tell you right now, we are already out of two. We're out of the lavender. We're out of the peppermint. Uh, we're probably half, probably three quarters of the way through breathe. Um, and I it, I just need to make an order. I just need to get off my tail and stop being lazy and make an order. I really need to do it soon because we're getting going on the road here for six weeks. So, but um, so so I use them. Uh, we use them for the calming oils a lot of times for the kids when it's nap time or in the evening. So um, we've seen great benefits with that. So I don't just uh, say hey do this do that do that. I use them on a daily basis. Uh, as well. So, hey, thank you very much for tuning in today. Don't forget tomorrow, a special Thursday episode of uh, Ask the Chicken Doctor with Peter Brown. We're going to be talking, I know, about um, the Merrick's vaccination and, of course, um, chick behavior, not related, but we'll talk about, so we've talked about Merrick's before, but tomorrow will be the Merrick's vaccination specifically um, and, and questions about the vaccination. Those are live viruses and not live viruses. If I give it to my chickens, then there are other chickens. They're going to shed that virus and, and the vaccine and all the stuff about the vaccine itself. And then we'll be talking about um, chick behavior, for example, uh, in the brooder, uh, trying to figure out if you'll have issues with your chicken behavior, hen and rooster behavior, because you've got a behavior problem with your chicks. So we'll be talking that tomorrow on episode 1000. Let me tell you how, what kind of milestone that is. Y'all remember the TV show MASH? Super hot popular show. 
You remember the TV show Friends? Yep, super hot popular show. You remember the TV show Seinfeld? Yep, yeah. Put all three of those together, less than a 1,000 episodes. All three. Uh, count the episodes of Friends, MASH, and Seinfeld, all three of them. Don't add up to a 1,000 episodes. Combine them all three. And tomorrow will be my 1,000th episode um, of Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisper. This is our sixth year. This may Actually, this may be our seventh year of broadcasting. Let's see. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So, yeah, we are entering our seventh year of broadcasting this radio show, and tomorrow will be our thousandth episode. Very honored and proud to, to say that. So hopefully you can tune in tomorrow when my guest will be Peter Brown, also known as the Chicken Digger. As always, thank you very much, Tracy. Uh, can I bet with Purple Lotus Oils? Go visit her on Facebook and ask all of your questions about essential oils. I'm sure you'll get a good, reliable answer. So thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we'll be back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Poultry with the Chicken Whisper, brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. God bless everybody. Okay, I was going to end the show, but somebody in the chat room, I'll give you one guess, told me that I actually said the secret word. It's been a while since I said it, but she heard it. I didn't think anything of it, and uh, but she did catch that. She said that I said Christmas, which is the secret word here on the radio show, so that means I have to do, I have to do one thing. Okay, so here you go, Christmas chick in the chat room. You caught it. I didn't think anything of it. Alrighty, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Blog Talk Radio. God bless everybody.